0: Yo! It's Jimmy Small Podcast, it's episode 702. G'day, Lauren O'Clark! G'day, Stuart Farrell. <laughs> I think I just renamed you Lauren O'Clark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be sure, I do have Irish roots, so oh, you, do, you, you do. know <laughs> that's not bad, and and not in that way. Um, okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> I thought of speaking of your proximity to uh, that fantastic pub that you have the diddly diddly music. Ah, oh, the diddly time. diddly music down the road.
1: Yes, yes, love the diddly diddly music pub. Um, although they they gave up it was a local pub near my house, they gave mm. up the diddly diddly music about eight five years I reckon five years back. They stopped playing live Irish music Uh, in there and they started just... Belting out like "You two, Oh fantastic crap!" and it's just the worst. Like I actually quite liked walking past and hearing, dalori, fodru, you know, like, yeah. it's like, it's like it's a it's good thing to hear from a Oh, well, anyway. if you need
0: a list, I can give you a list of places that still do that. You might have to walk further out from where you live, but Pot- um, well, that's
1: outrageous. Why do I do such an outrageous thing? Well, well no, I'm you do further like to you, yeah,
0: retain yourself within the uh, well, especially within within one council, but hopefully yes. within one block is more, oh, definitely more. Uh, more
1: I did. Uh, I think I've talked to you about when I went to Scotland. Have never been to Ireland. Nearly made it there and didn't. But I don't but think I know. They've Scotland. You, you went to Ireland, didn't you? Is that where oh, you had a, you had a gig as a, I don't know. You lived in a tower. or I. <laughs> I no, fed no, I food ran a youth it. hostel that's on right. a golf
0: course on the ocean. <laughs> that's with some, right. me and some sheep.
1: I love that picture of you. That's hilarious.
0: I was a young man. <laughs>
1: even that bit's hard to believe um
0: but <laughs> was i there such a time? Uh, was there such a time
1: uh but i went to we the jackpot and i we went around uh scotland oh very nice which is both of our in both of our blood and we went and we saw we you go into pubs and in all over the place. Any mm. pub you'd walk into. And just everybody be dudes sitting in the corner just singing like actual angels. Well oh, they're off their jobs. It was insane. Mm. And they'd be dudes would get out fiddles and they'd be like just instruments lying around on the floor and people would pick them up. And one time we were in Edinburgh and we went to this we went to this one pub and there were these people uh singing and playing uh this beautiful um, Celtic music. And then um, the, there were these Tourists at the bar. Yeah. Oh, the jackpots going to remember where they were from, but I can't remember. But anyway, they were they were like a Nordic oh, a, a cappella group, oh. <laughs> and that just degenerated not degenerated like accelerated into like an
0: absurd degenerate. I think you are right. <laughs> First time,
1: it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. It was one of those things where, like it it did seem like we'd. Like it was a bit of a you know we're like have you ever have you ever listened to that improv the story about improv anywhere that was on um improv anywhere or is it improv everywhere that that group in New York and like all around the states which played a trick that they they do sort of big theatrical things where they sort of play theatrical tricks on people. What? It's, it's a this theatrical American tricks. It's a this. It's this American Life episode. And it, and it's oh like so they all gosh. get on like train together and then they Oh no. And then like, one of them Come will Come on take,
0: gang, let's sing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not that. Yeah. But it what, like one and it's this devastating story where yeah. they all turned up so there's this band and it was struggling really badly. It was like two dudes and a and the band and they played a trick on the band where they all turned up. And they all pretended to like be massive fans of this band and they knew all the words and to all of their songs and they rocked it and it was the best gig the two guys ever did and they they just thought, oh my God, what is happening? This is amazing and the place was just jumping, literally jumping with people Hmm. and this, improv anywhere group just went like wah, wah, kind of loved them hmm. and they were like woohoo and then they found out about it and they were completely devastated of and of course i would have been yeah totally and this whole and they're, they're quiet. it's this dubious anyway why was i telling you about that improv anyway because oh, it felt like that because we were in this pub and we're like oh my god we're the only two people in here who like and you become incredibly when you are surrounded by immaculate Musicians who are at least like innately talented, hmm. and you know, obviously have played since they were fetuses. You do just feel incredibly self conscious about your ability to like even sing in the shower, like, yeah. And so, we did feel like we were like, uh, you know, what is this? Are we being pranked a little bit?
0: Anyway. Okay, well, uh, I'm just you know, sorry, in throughout that whole story, Lauren Clark, yes. Uh, all I could think about was cigarettes, um, on a table. Why? Well, you know, you said there was instruments all over the floor and people was picking up and singing away in, yeah. in their Nordic uh, baritones or whatever you <laughs> call yeah, it. Yeah, I, it just reminded me of it, the, the protocol in Ireland and it was once protocol here too, where one would buy a packet of cigarettes if one smoked and everyone could smoke inside at the time anyway, prior to, uh. Right. You know the nanny state jumping all over it. yep. And, and um, and you'd you'd basically you'd buy a packet of cigarettes and you'd open them up and throw away the foil and the plastic covering and take out your cigarette and you'd throw the packet on the table, opened for anyone to share. And yeah. it was just it was almost like smoking etiquette. It the same was to a degree oh. here, but well, not I've as never much heard, as, as it was in Ireland. Oh well, really? well you'd leave your smokes on the table. And people could, you, you'd be more like, if you're with mates, you wouldn't even ask them if you could take one, you, you just take one. This is, I'm talking about in Australian pubs now. And right. if you were in, in Ireland, it was just anyone in the pub just walked up and grabbed them. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you didn't know the people you'd, you'd, you'd sort of walk up to, Hey, can I get a smoke off you mate? Yeah, yeah, go on, just grab one, grab two. Right. Now. Because of the, the taxation regime on tobacco.
1: Oh um, we just should say, because this is a G-rated podcast, we do not advocate smoking. Neither of us smokes. No, I'm just
0: talking about a shift in um, attitudes Correct. towards the protection of yep. one's own stash. Yeah, And uh, now there is no way you leave them on a table. There's no way you, you take your eyes off them. Mm. You're battling to get one off your best mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, if a stranger comes up, they, they generally have to offer you money for one. Yeah, do um, they? Oh, well, look, we're talking about a time when cigarettes were sub $5 and below, even. even right. you know, To now, I, I can't believe, look, I'm an ex-smoker yeah. uh, of many years past, and I, I've, I've heard horror stories of smokes being up to $30 out of a smoke machine at a pub now. Hmm. and it is, so if you're paying 30 dollars for 25 cigarettes you're not going to give them away willy-nilly and so and, and i thought of that just when you said about the um, instruments instrumental over the ground because i was quite often a part of old timey sessions where you'd see all the you know this is island you'd see the people you know diddly diddling around and uh th- that it was singing to be and be like a mountain of cigarettes in the middle of those tables you know what i mean yeah, there'd be more right. cigarettes and drinks yeah. but then also i um i was walking down the street the other day t- past a particularly sort of, uh, not a rough part of town, but just a part of town where uh, p- people from the outer regions come in and just sort of hang around. They obviously not working. They, they'll they be drinking and punching on and whatever. Right. And uh, a young bloke came up and said, you know, as used to get hit up all the time, can I have a cig? Have you got a smoke, mate? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry I don't smoke, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just thought as I, I was walking with my housemate actually, thank you, <laughs> and uh, I just thought <laughs> – how hard would that bloke battle now to get a smoke? Yeah, like to yeah, bot yeah. a smoke yeah. must be nigh on impossible these yeah, days. Yeah, totally. Which You'd is a good better, thing. Well, it's not a good thing because the people stuck. Like a, a lot of a lot of studies show that smokers and smoking, uh, there's a very um, high level of uh, mental illness involved with smokers. Not not your totally. regular Joe smoker totally yeah.
1: but on the whole there has been in terms of the quit campaign so the the advertising to do with quitting and health mm. and the mm, increase in price of siggies uh, mm. that the rates have fallen like quite dramatically I-
0: incredibly actually. well they're making it very hard but i'm just saying <clears throat> if if all you've got in life totally get that is it, totally it, get it, that you know a 4 liter Cast a goon and a a few darts and you and you you've got a mental health issues or you you just you you know you're one of those people that uh, it's impossible to keep work and you you, know I totally agree. So I think almost we are at a point where nicotine should be doled out or tobacco should be doled out uh, as part of a health thing, as much much the way that um, illegal drugs should be anyway. Here's
1: a better suggestion: Mm. Why don't we fix the mental
0: health system?
1: (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like if there was actually. you know, an actual proper approach to, um, people who are genuinely ill and need help in hmm. this country, which, you know, there could be, and it's not that far from being able to happen. It's just, there's no will there for it to happen. No political will. If that, if that were able to happen, then we wouldn't, then, you know, that dolling out siggies isn't going to help any, you know what I mean? It's well, not going to solve the problem. It's going
0: to, it's going to stop an immediate urge and a, and a desperation in someone that's already going through a lot but also but look you, you say agree, oh if there was enough will you know like we we've heard over the last uh, three weeks here and around the world about the ball tampering rubbish and the outrage and the talk about it right mm-hmm. yeah that's just one little cricketing scandal um, yeah inverted commas there and then uh, yeah. we saw on the weekend just passed and, in and the last few early part of this week where uh, 2,800 sheep died in horrific circumstances being shipped off to the Middle East. Mm. And the the outrage about uh, the, these 2,800 sheep and the way they were treated and the, and the way they died and the cruelty of the whole situation. How can we do this? What sort of nation are we? What sort of people are we? Mm. And we have people in similar circumstances that just through to catch and you never that? hear about. It's so how about we, we place the... I mean, and I, and I feel... I say, I mean, uh, end uh, live sheep exports. I mean, or really regulate it properly. I, I, I'm, I don't have a definitive position yet, but I, I think the current situation is no good. But the, the, say the passion put into this, uh, sandpaper gate rubbish with the cricketers, yeah. if that could be shown for people that uh, are being treated poorly by our leaders, then, uh, perhaps we would have a better society. Perhaps, uh, you know people that could afford to smoke wood and those that desperately need one because of other issues will get the help they need if not being given a couple of cigarettes occasionally.
1: And the thing is, I, I've had a few people, I've seen a few people on my social media feed saying, shut up, I can be cross about two things at once. I don't support asylum seekers and I'm, you know, I, you know I'm mm. being like basically, you know, somebody was stabbed the other day on man asylum. Like just, uh, you know, it, I don't support any of that and I hate it and, it's, and I also am pissed off with the Australian cricket team. That's fine, that's not the point. The point is that we that 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 sort of whole thing of like our nationhood being tied up with this identity of it's just like what? why is our nationhood tied up in that story and not in the stories that you're talking about? you know mm. um it, it's it's a quite extraordinary, or even like particularly like I don't understand how we don't find our nationhood being tied up in stories about Indigenous Australian health, for instance, the gap in health. Like I, I don't, we, I really don't understand how we can have well, we conversations. We have a problem
0: with Aboriginals now. Did you not see the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony? where? Oh, right. It was all solved, was it? Well, now no, we just good. we dance around or paint it up and we light a fire with a stick and we're all friends. Yeah. Yeah. So look, really, if you think there's a problem, Lauren, maybe it's you that's got the problem.
1: I like how you flipped the tables on me there. You were all, all buddy, fighting the good fight, and then you've <laughs> turned on me in a vicious attack <laughs> at the last second. Well, you
0: know, I mean, this is what we do. <laughs> Lauren, we have to get out of here, unfortunately, a bit earlier this morning. So I'd just yes. like you uh, to tell the listeners mm. where they can send money. I'm going to start a fund and I'm going to call it Cigarettes for the Homeless. Where do we, where they send the cash? Okay, that's
1: not happening, but people can send cash to uh, me via <laughs> <laughs> stupidlybig.com. Stupidly Big on Facebook, Stupidly Big on Twitter, Instagram and iTunes where you can give us a rating and a review which benefits us enormously and it thank does. you very much to people who've been doing that for thank us. Thank you very much. If you're a new listener, come and say hello. If you're an old listener, come and say hello.
0: We've been getting some lovely bits of and feedback. Yes, and yes, please keep the emails coming in. We're going to have a super duper, we weren't here on Monday, it. but don't we're going to have a it. super duper bumper don't mailbag on Monday they so keep God. the correspondence coming. In fact, maybe block out half a day off work because you're going to need it. It's going to be a long episode. <laughs> hey, you know, you were talking about uh, the Irish music and the,
1: the pubs and stuff. Yes. I'm going to try and post... A link to a beautiful, I'm sure everybody's oh, seen it before. The wedding thing. The wedding thing. I love yeah. it so much. I'm going to post it. It was from like months and months ago. Mm-hmm. But it's an Irish wedding. It's what happens at 5 a.m. at an Irish wedding. If you haven't it's seen it, being I'll try drunk. and put it up on think,
0: a oh, The romance of the Irish and the Scots and the
1: Stuart, if you sound like that when you sing when you're drunk, let's well, talk. Well, I do. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sure you do.
0: See, that's not nothing. That's, oh, wow. Laura Let's get out of here. Please.
1: Stuart, I might see you tomorrow. I might not after this dreadful performance. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Bye bye.